welcome to the I'm Healing Podcast. I'm your host and healer, Iris L. Mendez of ILM Healing Solutions. Here, we review healing stories, self-inquiry, and solutions for the soul. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share, and be sure to follow us on Instagram at the I'm Healing Podcast and at ILM underscore healing. Let's heal. Welcome to the I'm Healing Podcast bonus episode here. I'm your host and healer, Iris L. Mendez, and we are here to talk about all solutions, stories, and healing self-inquiry for the soul. So I'm super excited about this episode. Today, we are in the week of gratitude. For those of you who celebrate Thanksgiving, I don't, (laughs) but I do honor the idea of ensuring that we reflect on gratitude for our lives, especially um, during our current times. We've been through so much over the past year and a half at this point, or over a year and a half with the pandemic. And so this is a bonus episode. It's my birthday week, and I wanted to come on here and share a little bit more about my healing story. Stick around until the end, and you're going to get an exclusive, exclusive announcement just for tuning into the I'm Healing podcast. So go on ahead and like, subscribe, share all the things. Again, my name is Iris, and I'm the founder of ILM Healing Solutions. If you're new to the podcast, If you're new to me, uh, I thank you and I welcome you. So ILM Healing stands for my initials, Iris Lissette Mendez, which also is a play on word for I love me, which is really the uh, foundation of my business and being able to journey through my own healing journey and my own self-love journey but also being able to help others do the same. So ILM stands for I Love Me or I Love Myself. ILM Healing Solutions, where we offer healing solutions for the soul. And that includes healing coaching, mindfulness guidance, Reiki, Usui Reiki energy healing, spiritual and intuitive guidance, and of course, yoga because I'm a yoga teacher as well. So I am a former psychotherapist and social worker. I do still do some social work teaching. Um, So while I'm not practicing in the field anymore, I have tons of experience in the mental health, behavioral health world um, as a former psychotherapist and social worker. So just a little bit of background about who I am for those of you just wondering and curious. You can visit my website, www.ilmhealingsolutions.com and get more information on any of the services that I offer. And please feel free to follow me on Instagram. That's really where my tribe and hub, my hub is. I post lots of healing tips, 
um, funny reels and things like that. So connect with me at ILM underscore healing. So let's go ahead and dive right into the topic today. The topic for today is called healing my four bodies. And I don't have a guest today because I'm going to be talking about my own journey. And so healing my four bodies, what does that mean? But I obviously have one body, like what are you talking about? I get you. Let me break it down. I'll break it down here. So we have our physical vessel, which is our actual biological makeup, right? All of our organs, everything physical in of the body. So think about your uh, energy being a part of that from a spiritual lens. So then we have the spiritual body. And the spiritual body encompasses uh, your soul. It encompasses your chakra system, if you believe in the chakra system, the seven chakras. It also encompasses your aura, your energetic field that's outside of your body. And um, there's also more than seven chakras, by the way, but I simply, the way that I operate and work with my clients and myself is just primarily the seven chakras. And I highly, highly recommend the book Chakra Healing by Margarita Alcantara. Um, it is an Amazon bestseller because it's really a really, it's a really great tool and guide. So I use this for my healing coaching clients and I also use it for myself. So the seven chakra system is also part of the spiritual body. Um, if you believe in traditional Chinese medicine, then you may look at the meridians of the body energetically. Um, you may also rely on qi as far as energy. And so we have our, our physical vessel, so physiological, biological makeup, our spiritual body, our soul, our energetic system. And then we have our mental and emotional body. Now, some people may think they're the same, but they are not. <laughs> so our emotional body, and this is the framework that I use, um, so I just want to disclaim that. You can definitely look more into the four bodies. Um, there's lots of art articles on it. Um, you can also look into Usui Reiki energy healing, which kind of put all the pieces all together for me in the way that I was working with myself and clients and being able to say, hey, we are healing through the four bodies. Um, and that means understanding that mental and emotional are separate. So mental... And this is how I how I um, resonate as far as what mental means for me. We obviously have a physical health, right? And then we have our mental health. Now, when it comes to mental health, a lot of times just that phrase using mental health, there's like a negative connotation to it. In the same way when we use diet, there's a negative connotation to it. But diet is simply our intake, our daily intake. Um, but we associate it with, you know, restrictive eating or going on some sort of challenge or plan where you have to switch something up. Now, think about that word diet and think about the phrase mental health. What shows up for you? Mental health really is just, it's, it's taking care of our mental body and the health 
and wellness of our our cognition and so that doesn't mean that it's negative or bad it's really about understanding mental health hygiene as a spectrum and you can be on the poor end of that or you can be on the um, you know optimal end of that so optimal health and healing of mental health would be you're actively doing things to take care of your mental health that means that maybe you're in psychotherapy maybe you're in some mental health treatment maybe you you are um, seeking support through psychotropic medications with a psychiatrist and so mental includes your thoughts your ego your cognition the way that your thought patterns show up for you in your day-to-day that's mental body okay um and how i help my clients in grounding or healing their mental body is by pulling from some of my psychotherapy hat um, skills which would be cognitive behavioral therapy skills such as combating negative thoughts understanding cognitive distortions or unhelpful thinking patterns and how they show up being able to redirect distract uh, fact check reality test test and also using mindfulness-based stress reduction skills or mindfulness to help support keeping the mind present versus um, having it go into the past or the future so that's that's mental body then we talk about emotional body emotion is our feelings okay the emotion body is our feelings our feelings show up in our physical body first so there's a connection there and um and then we have the emotional body where we're able to feel the emotion even when we're not able to identify what it is sometimes it's hard for people to identify the actual emotion especially if they don't have any emotional intelligence or awareness and so the emotional body really is your feelings so how do you feel right now i want you to pause and think how do you feel a feeling word and i do this with my clients and i and i say you know <laughs> feeling some type of way is not a feeling word boo so you need to think of an actual emotion word and so how do you feel in your um in your physical body right so maybe you're sitting down on a chair right now listening to this maybe you're feeling something physically from the the clothes that you're wearing right i'm wearing a sweater right now so i can feel the softness up against my skin and so that's another feeling using our five senses is really crucial when it comes to emotion because a lot of times sometimes um the emotions will show up in the body so for example a shout out to bridget mccormick um i can't think of her handle right now but bridget mccormick and i had a session recently uh where she you know she, I, she was my provider and i went to her for some healing and i could not figure out where my or why i was having an exacerbation of pain in my back now i have arthritis in my spine so sometimes i have flare-ups and then i realized i was holding on to anger somewhere in my heart chakra that impacted my back in that uh lumbar not lumbar thoracic spine so mid spine closer to the heart in the back um and i realized oh shit i 
store anger there. And we store feelings and emotions in our bodies, our shoulders. Right now, release your shoulders away from the ears. Unclench your jaw. You know, we, we, we hold on to these things in our body. And this is how I pull from somatic work in my coaching with clients. And being able to identify first how you feel, the feeling word, and where it's showing up in the body. And so I was able to work through some breath work um, and some guided uh, meditation and guidance with Bridget to really help to heal or foster healing in that part of my body, along with sending myself some Reiki energy, um, because I am trained in Usui Reiki level one and two. Shout out to at the Biz Bruja, Mama Bruja, who always comes through with the trainings. Um, I've gone through trainings with her for Reiki's level one and two, as well as um, spirit messenger and mediumship work. I'm super excited to be uh, having a hypnosis session with her soon, too. So um, at the Biz Bruja uh, really kind of pulled things all together for me and being able to learn about Usui Reiki and understanding the four bodies. And unbeknownst to me, this is kind of already how I was operating with my own healing journey and, and how I work with clients. I just didn't have a, um, I guess, the structure to know, like, these are the four bodies, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. And so this is how ultimately, like, it's now become the foundation, along with using the eight components of wellness to provide services to my clients. And so my healing journey started off, it started off as a physical one almost 10 years well it's been 10 years 10 years ago postgraduate school I'm sorry post undergraduate school at Rowan University in South Jersey hashtag Jersey girl at heart (laughs) and I was not comfortable with my skin I remember going to the park with my niece and nephews and feeling so uncomfortable trying to keep keep up with them on the scooters and running and pulling up my pants and just feeling like ugh like just meh I don't even let me use a feeling word here so I can model it I felt disgusted I felt disgusted and uncomfortable in my skin now this was me maybe about 40 pounds heavier I guess I'm 4'11 um (laughs) so very short and a lot of weight I can't hold it so it's it's a no-no for me (laughs) so anytime um like I feel myself feeling uncomfortable I don't I don't get on no any weight um not weight scale or anything like that anytime I feel it in my skin I know it's time to increase physical activity or pay closer attention to my physical vessel and my nutrition and so fast forward I started to do like beach body workouts um, started to run at the local park in um, FDR Park in South Philadelphia, where I was living at the time. And um, I didn't know at that time that that physical journey, the, the decision for me to say, hey, something's got to change now. I was maybe 24 at the time, uh, 28, 24, I guess. I knew something had to change. And I started to educate myself on proper nutrition, on physical activity, exercise, working out, all those things. And then fast forward, I realized, while yes, I was making progress and I was seeing results, I still wasn't 100% 
feel uncomfortable. And I realized that it wasn't just the physical body that I needed to focus on. I needed to also focus on my mental health. And that's when I started to go back to therapy. Now I had tried individual psychotherapy my, um, I think my sophomore year of undergraduate, um, you know, when I was at Rowan for undergraduate school, when I got my bachelor's in psychology, but I don't think I was very fully committed or consistent, nor did I even really understand it. So it was kind of like an on again, off again type of thing. And then fast forward to sometime mid-graduate school when I got my master's in social work um, from Widener University, I was struggling and I decided to go back into psychotherapy. And I remember feeling like, wait, you're a social worker. You're in school to study this mental health stuff. Like, I was shaming myself. It was like, you can't need a therapist (laughs) and it's like wait 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 doctors need doctors too right surgeons can't operate on themselves so I I really had to break through that self-shame and that also expecting the perceived shame rather that I felt externally and I started to work on my mental body obviously that led to me focusing on my emotional body I then took a spirituality and religion and social work class and in that class I was introduced to Buddhist practices and that's when mindfulness and yoga in 2013-2014 came into my life and so I started to focus on my emotions then I started to deal with them I started to journal I started to sit with the emotions sitting through discomfort sometimes you know you have to identify the emotion validate it uh, recognize it, normalize it, process it, sit with it, and then move and move from it. And so, you know, you have to you have to feel to heal, basically. And I started to really sit with my emotions. I like to picture a lotus flower sitting in the mucky, murky waters. It still blooms, right? So that's kind of how my journey has been. And then, um, you know, factoring in yoga. Uh, adding mindfulness into my routine all of that really uh, pivoted helped to pivot my journey of healing the four bodies Um, at that time I started to also think about what spirituality meant for me now my my spiritual journey is that could be an entire different podcast episode so I'm going to try to keep this one short so my spiritual journey really started very young, very, very young. Um, I was about five or six years old when I knew what spirit is and was. So spirit has been coming to me for a very long time in different ways. And spirituality, I started to de- define that for myself more recently. So I grew up, you know, religious. Uh, Catholic, traditional, all of that. Um, And then fast forward, I actually got my sacraments for the Catholic Church at age 21 through uh, a local um, church that was near the university that I went to. So I was a full-blown adult making the decision to, you know, move forward with this religion. 
And so I immediately, shortly after, kind of left the church. And this is no, I'm not, you know, um, trying to say anything negative about any religion or anything like that. Everybody has their own belief system. Um, I actually got the opportunity to teach this course myself spirituality religion and social work as an adjunct for widener university a few years ago so it's a really a, a really great honor to be able to uh, connect with students in that way and be able to identify how spirituality really shows up for us and for social workers how they're able to then move forward with meeting their client where they are and serving the client based on their client's spiritual religious identification but you have to check in with your own biases first as it relates to that. So, you know, I I had to go through my own judge, you know, self-judgment, shame, blame, all that that had been internalized from the Catholic Church. And uh, shortly after I got my sacraments, I actually left the church. I started to look into Methodist, Baptist, Jehovah's Witness. I even did a few um, Bible studies just to get the experience. And fast forward to where I am now I don't identify with a specific organized religion I'm a spiritual person so I believe in God but I also believe in Pachamama Mother Earth and I also believe in plant medicine work and I also pray to my well ancestors I have an altar I use crystals I use essential oils I use sage and Palo Santo that's ethically sourced um I you know, have started to incorporate different spiritual practices um, and connect to higher self by way of receiving receiving messages, whether they're downloads or dreams or uh, signs, numerology, all of that. So my spirituality beliefs is, is eclectic here. And, you know, th- it took a while for me to get where I am. And I would say over the past year it has been the most pivotal and I think that it's been that way for a lot of people since um, the pandemic started and the reason being is I'm a firm believer that the universe and our spirit guides will ancestors higher powers the powers that be whomever it is that you believe in all of this is the divine at work And I believe that the divine is really pushing people to step into their power and their divine power. And a lot of people are fearful of that. And I think the pandemic really was, and and I'm not, I'm not saying that the pandemic should have happened or anything like that, because there's a lot of lives that have been uh, lost and people are mourning and grieving still that energy still lingers and my my heart goes out to everybody who has lost someone um, during this time because of the pandemic and so with all that said I, I, I say that just to say like I feel this was the divine at work ensuring that we all step into our power and release the things that are holding us back so maybe you lost a toxic job maybe you lost a toxic partner through this all maybe you gain something through this all so that's how I connect spiritually and this past year since the pandemic is really when I started to work on myself and do 
moon rituals with mystical um at mystical mandala mama mystical dot mandala mama marianne who's been on this show before um i started to do reiki um you know i started to uh do plant medicine work with uh hape which i talked about in a previous episode and um also with san pedro huachuma with a sangha or church family i do not condone the recreational use of plant medicine i do want to say that so working along with shamans shout out to joanne and oswald um working with a native american church to really tap back into my indigenous background if you don't know my family's from puerto rico um i'm pretty much mixed with a lot of different things uh as all puerto ricans are and part of that is being indigenous Taino. And so really reclaiming my power, reclaiming my roots, and reclaiming our indigenous practices that were unfortunately taken um, by colonizers uh, or taken from us. And so we're not allowed to be used. So for me, my journey has been one that started physical and it's evolved into spiritual. And a lot of that, how things show up, you know, it, it's almost like there are no accidents, right? There's kind of like coincidences. So really being able to notice when spirit may be showing up for you in some ways, nudging you, blowing you a kiss, winking at you, <laughs> whatever it is. And that can come through animals that can come through sounds that can come through so there's so many different ways to connect um especially with the elements and mother earth and so i wanted to share a little bit about that journey um yesterday was november 22nd 2021 and it was a year post my accident last year that really changed my life and my car accident last year it was i had one in, on november 22nd just five days shy, four days shy of my 33rd birthday, my Christ year. And uh, I will say I was coming back from a spiritual healing retreat. Shout out to uh, um, Art by Evita. Evita was hosting a spiritual retreat at the Amethyst Retreat Center in Pennsylvania. And on my way back, I had a car accident. And the things that transpired prior to the accident to me it lets me believe like there are no coincidences and accidents and i truly feel like universe was showing up for me last year to really pressure me to do the things that i'm supposed to do in this lifetime to step out of my own way to eliminate imposter syndrome and doubt and execute and so last year 1122 um this occurred in philadelphia roosevelt boulevard if you look it up it's one of the most dangerous (laughs) the most dangerous uh roads in america and it, it was not my fault but anyways um, I won't go into the full details of it all just for the sake of not re-traumatizing myself or anyone, but I'll share that this was actually the second car accident that I had in a matter of 80 days. And the first car accident was 11, 9-3. Um, 
which also wasn't my fault. Um, 9-3, I had a car accident. And things that transpired from that car accident, like prior to that one, what they also felt like the divine at work. But I wasn't grounded enough at that time to really put two and two together and listen to the signs, listen to the messages before I made any, uh, before I reacted or, or um, did anything about it. It was just very bizarre. I was able to thankfully stop in time so that, like, I'm still here, I'm still alive. And there was some, there were other things that transpired before this car accident that felt sort of like premonitions. Um, I'd say for anybody who has had any significant trauma uh, related to car accidents, uh, EMDR has been very helpful. So I would recommend eye movement desensitization, reprocessing. So with all of that. I was able to really notice spiritually what I was feeling intuitively and able to connect and recognize that these accidents, 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 <laughs> I can't speak, you know what I'm trying to say. These accidents were not coincidence. For me, this is how I personally feel. And so I challenge you to really think about how spirit has shown up for you. Um, maybe there was somewhere you were supposed to be and you didn't go. And then something happened at that location or whatever. Whatever it is that shows up for you to understand how there are no coincidences sometimes and there are no accidents. And through this, I hope that you're able to kind of understand a little bit about what healing physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually means. And I always say this, there's no destination to healing. So I don't want you to hear this podcast and think that you're going to do the things that I said and you're going to be healed in all four bodies. No, I help you co-facilitate. You are the healer for yourself. But you also have to understand that healing is a journey, not a destination. So you may not ever fully be 111% healed, let alone 99.9%. And that always means being able to adapt, being able to be self-aware, being able to self-inquire, and be able to understand what it is that you need to give your body, whether that's physically, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually, or how you need to spend a little bit more time with each of these bodies so that you can further your healing. And with all that, you have listened to me rant for 30 minutes or so. And I thank you if you made it all the way to the end here. Uh, healing my four bodies for this segment here today. And I am excited to formally announce to you all that I have finally finished my first publication and book which will be released very soon and the title is called healing my four bodies it is an interactive guide for uh, solutions for the soul and i touch on physical mental emotional and spiritual in this publication and also give you some self-inquiry prompts along the way 
uh, that could help you to support your own physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual healing. And so Healing My Four Bodies will go on pre-order sale for $20, regular price is $22, on Black Friday, my 34th birthday as I leave my Christ year. If I have my maracas here, I will be using them too because I am so excited. One year later, post my car accident, finally came home. And I finally did what I said I've been wanting to do for the past four or five years. And I finished my book. And, um, yeah, coming soon. (laughs) So make sure that you're on my email list. Make sure that you follow me on uh, Instagram, ILM underscore healing. Make sure that you check out the link that will go live on 1126 for your pre-order sale the first 33 copies will get a signed copy and i have all the healing deals for your holiday season so be sure that you also visit my website and check out my yoga for chakra healing deal where you will get seven pre-recorded yoga for chakra healing videos plus two bonus yoga videos all levels welcome um this is approximately 60 minute each video and it will help you to ground and balance and bring harmony to each chakra and then I have that's on sale for $33 so it's it's like 66% off right now and then I have the mindfulness program which is the create calm thank you to those of you who have participated in my create calm programs before Create Calm has now turned into a 21-day self-paced program where you will get a Create Calm workbook, 24 mindful mantra cards, 20-plus mindfulness videos for you to access at any time, replay available. Um, really, it's a, it's, it's a library vault of about 20-plus mindfulness videos that I've recorded over the past four or five years so you get access to all of that they're all unlisted so you won't see this content anywhere else and that's on sale for $44 if you're a current coaching client of mine you have a special uh discount link for an additional 50% off of that so you will get that program for $22 if you're currently my healing coaching client And then I also want to announce that the Healing Solutions space on Facebook, where I've been hosting these healing segments, it's been a while since I've posted a new episode. So here we are. Um, The Healing Solutions space will be now the Healing Solutions space free community on Facebook, aka Meta or whatever. And then I am going to have my launch of the Healing Solutions space, the formal paid membership group that will now be housed on the Mighty Networks app coming soon, launch in 2022. Super super excited about that. So I've got all the things for you to heal during this holiday season. I also offer gift cards, uh, so feel free to give the gift of healing. And of course, I am partnered with Thinks Period Panties and Upful Blends, Herbal Indigenous Teas. Save $10 with my Thinks code and save 10% off with my ILM Healing I'm sorry, save $10 off with my Thinks link and then save $10 off, 10% off with Upful Blends Indigenous Teas. And with that said, oh, the code for Upful Blends, ILM Healing 10. <laughs> and then all the links will be on my link tree, uh, which would be, you know, link tree forward slash ILM 
Healing Solutions. But you can also go on my website, www.ilmhealingsolutions.com to receive all that information. And I believe that that is all that I wanted to share today. Thank you so much for uh, exchanging energy with me. Like, subscribe, share, save, all of the things. Your support over the past year, year plus, has been truly, truly truly uh, appreciated I, I would not be able to be living my dream right now working for myself well I, I also have additional streams of income but I primarily work for myself and I wouldn't be able to even sustain myself if it weren't for the support that I received through my business and so I'm very grateful for you all have a wonderful wonderful season of gratitude and holiday season um and namaste as always hashtag happy healing thanks for tuning in to the i'm healing podcast where we review all healing stories and solutions for the soul If you like this episode, make sure that you let us know, leave a review, like, share, subscribe, all the things. And as always, happy healing.